Welcome to the Dieter Melhorn Fishing Podcast. Whether you like to fish, enjoy talking about fishing, or just enjoy the fishing lifestyle, this is the podcast for you. So go grab yourself a cold drink or a hot cup of coffee, sit back, start tying up some fishing rigs, and enjoy the show. Well, hello folks, and welcome to the Dieter Melhorn Fishing Podcast. I hope you're having a good day, whatever day it is that you happen to be listening to the show. Uh, it's been a uh, rainy, rainy few days for us here in the Carolinas where I'm at, and uh, it's a good day to just sit back here and listen to a podcast or uh Watch some fishing videos on YouTube. If you haven't checked out my channel, be sure to do so. If you go to my website, DieterMelhornFishing.com, there's links to all my YouTube fishing videos. I don't know. I probably got 400 on there by now. Uh, links to my fishing page, Dieter Melhorn Fishing on Facebook. And uh, also links, well, a link back here to the podcast in case you forgot where you're at. And links to some fishing tackle uh, stuff that I use there. I've got some Amazon affiliate links. And the newest thing, my fishing guide service. Uh, I'm really opening that up and have been taking a lot of people uh, fishing here uh, coming into the spring. And yeah, if you're interested in a guide trip on the uh, Catapa chain of lakes uh, around through here, hit me up there, DeeterMelhornFishing.com. That's where everything's at. So uh, what are we going to talk about today since it's raining? I got to thinking about this and started getting a lot of messages from people that were asking about the rain. It's rained here for about three days and uh on and off on and off it would be clear uh and then pour down rain clear pour down not really clear but it would just stop raining i actually had a guide trip the other day uh, the first day that everything was coming in and i reached out to the client and said hey listen uh, maybe raining what do you want to do you know i'm a, you know let's stay let's stay in touch on the weather which i usually do on people beforehand and uh day before i was like man you know you don't know me i'll go fishing as long as there's no lightning i don't care i'll go fishing but uh not everybody is that tolerant so uh, i hit him up and since there wasn't a safety issue with lightning or anything that we could see i said hey what do you want to do I'll leave it up to you you make the call we can make the call at 5 30 in the morning if you want to so he said let's plan on going unless there's lightning so that morning, got the text message. I looked at the radar. He looked at the radar. We both thought the same thing. Uh, we got a window. Let's go. So we went fishing. Uh, it was a good lesson. Uh, it paid off big time. Uh, not only did he get a personal best, but I think he got a personal best three times that day and ended with a magnificent fish uh, that weighed... 42 pounds 41 pounds something like that it was a huge fish uh not a as i told him you're it's great to get a personal best that big but a personal best that big is big uh you may not break that one for a while he may break it next week who knows but uh i know when i had got into the 30 40 pound range it stayed there for a while so uh that's that's a magnificent fish so bottom line is um don't let the weather and don't let the radar uh, scare you off from going fishing. Uh, this guy was a trooper. Uh, he had no problem fishing, and uh, I didn't, and it paid off. And it's one thing that in the past uh, I I might have said, hey, we need to wait on this, or it's not going to be good. And I, I used to be bad about doing that when the bite wasn't perfect. And uh, I had some of my mentors, Mac Byron being one of them, that said, hey, listen, um, 
when you know because i would I, a lot of times i would postpone a trip because ah oh, man the fishing ain't really good and i would end up going fishing and many times i remember telling mike some of these stories like man i had a guy trip but i postponed it and i caught a 46 pound fish or i got a big flathead and he told me he said if you're he said unless it's just absolutely hideously bad but you'd go fishing in it you need to take people fishing because you will do everything it takes you will do the work and you will likely be rewarded with some fish so since then, uh, I've started doing more of that. I've uh, there's been a couple times when it wasn't exactly ideal, and we went and we kicked butt. And you know, knock on wood, it's uh it's worked out so far. So uh, I'm a little less reluctant now to postpone trips. And like I said, unless it's like horribly cold, icy, uh, or you know, we got lightning that kind of thing, or if it's just horribly nasty, windy. But even then. If there's a decent biting fish or biting, we're going to go. So anyway, that's enough of the guy trip stuff. Uh, it just excites me because it's, you know, had some good trips and worked out with some good stuff. So, but anyway, back to, back to the whole point of this was I've had some people reach out to me here uh, yesterday and today about the rain, the water, what's the lake doing? And I figured it's a good time to talk about that. Um, just want rains, the effect that rains, rising water has on fishing and a catfish bite. And I'll give you my generalities. And remember, these are generalities, but they hold fairly true. If you guys fish for crappy bass, walleye, whatever, you probably can make some comparisons, connections to some of these things. And you may find some things that are similar in that world. Um, the one thing I'll, I'll say, kind of my rule of thumb is, is that rising water when it's like right now the lake is on its way up they pulled it way way down and um they pulled it down about two feet to accommodate all this incoming rain uh and fishing was pretty decent usually generally speaking on falling water it's not that good uh but the bite was pretty decent now we did switch around where we were fishing we fished into some deeper water versus shallower water even though the 42 pounder came out of shallow water uh <laughs> So there you go. The rules are meant to be broken, but they pulled the lake down. Water's on the rise now. Uh, my general thinking is that the fishing is probably good yesterday, today, right now, as far as it's not shut down. Water's rising. It's on the way up. Even if it's muddy, uh, even if you have a cold inflow, uh, I think it's a it's a good thing. It's a good situation to be in. The one little twist on that is if it's really really cold uh you've already got mid to lower 40 degree water and then there's a bunch of cold rain coming in that's 38 degree water and temperatures drop and it can really it can be tough then but generally speaking rising water is good it's uh somebody explained it one time uh when you are sitting there and you're in a great big room and you got all this space and room to do everything you're okay and you're comfortable and it feels great but when all of a sudden, if you were sitting there in the living room and the roof started squeezing in on you and the walls started squeezing in on you, the last thing you're going to think about doing is going and cooking a T-bone steak. You're going to get the heck out of there. And that's basically what happens with fish. They typically will pull the deeper water. Uh, a lot of times it will become inactive and kind of figure out what's going on and see what's going on. So, um, so that's kind of my thinking is what I've been telling people is with this rise in water, uh, 
it's probably a good time to be fishing, especially with the current and the water moving through the river system right now. There's a lot of water moving. Uh, there's a lot of current, and it should be pretty good. Now, the one twist that will be uh, after several days of running constant flow, uh, the fish have generally fed up and they've eaten a lot and they've gotten all their, they've used their opportunity at moving food and moving water and then they're going to start pulling into places uh, current breaks and it's a little different fishing then. So um, the other thing that comes in this time of the year and plays into this this whole thesis on it being good and fish going to the current is generally good, but it can change this time of the year and this time of the year being here uh, around the spawn. Uh, who knows what's going on with the spawn this year because of our temperatures. It's unseasonably cold, but fish activity as far as moving to running water or chasing bait, that kind of thing, uh, can kind of get put on hold during the spawn and leading up to the spawn. So, uh, you may not see as much activity in the river areas during the spawn uh, when you have an influx of water all of a sudden. But generally speaking, any other time of the year, it's a good time to be out there fishing. I'm always excited to go fishing when the water first starts coming in. Uh, whether it be fishing into creeks, rivers that feed lakes, rivers, uh, that initial start is always an exciting time to be out there because the bite is generally pretty good. Uh, once it gets to flood stage, really high, muddy water, constant movement, lots of debris, uh, several days of it, the bite starts to go downhill. So uh, if there's any advice to you, it would be get out early, get out when it's starting, get out when it's still raining, catch it on the rise. All catching it on the rise seems to be the better time to be out there fishing. Um, if you watch any of my fishing videos on YouTube, you'll hear me say that I'm not a big fan of drifting and dragging in the mud. And what I mean by that is uh, on our lakes and reservoirs where I primarily fish. When you're fishing rivers that are muddy all the time, it really doesn't matter if you're doing some drifting, bottom bouncing, that kind of thing. Those fish are in muddy water all the time and uh, they're staged up for it, they're conditioned for it. For me, the bite does not seem to be as good drifting and dragging on reservoirs when it's muddy now is that because of the inflow of dirty water a rise in water there's current they've been feeding for a few days does that play a part i don't know i just know that historically and i've heard this from other anglers i don't have as good a luck drifting and dragging baits i don't think it's sight or uh, sight driven because i catch fish in complete darkness at night drifting and dragging baits and Pretty much even during the day, fish can't really see uh, down in 15, 20, 25 feet of water in a, you know, reasonably stained lake. So I don't think it's visibility. Um, I'm not sure what it is. I don't know if it has to do with their ability to check scent uh, as easily on a moving bait. Who knows what it is? But I will say this, muddy water, I will catch fish in and I do it anchored. Uh, I prefer to anchor when water's muddy, especially after floods. Uh, it is a... Good, uh, that is pretty much all I do in flood conditions. High current, lots of moving water. I like to anchor. Um, I think it may have something to do with scent. I think maybe because of all the debris and everything in the water, uh, how they perceive scent isn't as good. I don't know. These are just theories and ideas on why it is the way it is. So, But the bottom line is, me personally, if I'm going out there and it's flooded, water's high, it's muddy, it's got debris in it, 
I like the anchor. The one downside to it is uh, you collect a lot of crap on your lines. And uh, depending on where you're at, uh, a lot of grass gets churned up during these flood conditions, high water times. Uh, stuff gets busted loose. You'll end up getting, you know, when you're anchored up, you'll notice your lines start to swim up and lift because of all the debris and grass and everything that collects on them. So uh, it's a little more of a struggle. It's a little bit more of a battle uh, fishing that current, but it can be rewarding. You know, after that constant flow of water, it's also a good time to have places that you can get out of the current. That's guys that fish reservoirs uh, on the, you know, East Coast. Uh, it's, uh, we have to think to do that. You guys that fish the big rivers out there uh, in the central part of the country, that's just another day at the office for you guys. For us, it's a change, especially after a couple of days, is finding those breaks, finding those little uh, eddy currents, pockets, and it's amazing where they are sometimes. Uh, it, it's I was showing somebody one one day that was almost, it wasn't in the middle of the lake, but it was a third of the way in. And uh, for whatever reason, the way this channel makes a turn and a bend, water does not really flow over this edge of the channel. And I don't know why. Um, I can't figure it out. But one of the visible things, and this is something for you guys on lakes and rivers to keep, uh, or lakes, uh, to keep a lookout for, is where debris deposits um, in a lake. When you get into the upper reaches of it, you'll start to see little debris fields that deposit. Uh, that's usually where current uh, stuff slows down. It's either where the current is slowing down coming into the main body of the lake, or it's where debris is getting pushed to, uh, and there's like a little eddy pocket there of nothing happening. It may actually have some back current flowing back upstream. Keep a lookout for those places. Uh, if there's a current break on top, generally there's one on the bottom, and if there's one on the bottom, there's usually fish around it. We fished one uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it produced fish as soon as we put baits in the water. So... Uh, something when you're riding around out there, look for those debris fields that aren't moving. If you see those things, mainly in lakes and uh, reservoirs, but you'll see it in rivers too. In my experience, I don't have a lot of big water experience, but big river experience, but I've seen that. And you will see those piles of debris when there's current moving everywhere else. For whatever reason, for whatever dynamics are going on underwater, that water is not moving. It's basically standing still. That debris is getting moved over there. And that's a break area for the fish, too. So those kind of little things keep an eye out for. Obviously, you've got wing dams and uh, bridges and uh, little, you know, land islands that go out there on causeways and that kind of stuff that all kind of, that all that create very surface visible, you know, effects there that you can see that are obvious. But sometimes there's stuff just underwater and it's really amazing how that works and how that comes together. And that's just where time on the water, paying attention to what's going on, uh, will help you identify some of these places and give you a place to fish like you're going to want tomorrow and the next day fishing when they're pulling this water through there and it's been pulling for five, six, seven straight days through a reservoir. Generally, the bite's going to go downhill, and that's probably what's going to happen later this week. We will see, like I said, there's a dynamic with the spawn, but I, if I'm out tomorrow or the next day, I'll be looking for some places that have some current break. I'll probably go anchor up in some current just because I like to, but 
it's typically going to be around a place that's a hump, some kind of, kind of underwater rock pile, something they can duck into. And uh, that's kind of what I'll be targeting and looking at. So that's kind of my take on uh, some of the flood stuff here, since it's uh, kind of a topical thing right now. Hopefully you guys are not getting washed away anywhere. I saw there was a dam break somewhere in Michigan or somewhere in the north there. Uh, that's pretty crazy. Uh, kind of some weird weather for everybody this year. Like I said earlier, it's unseasonably cold, um, cool-er. Uh, right now uh, than what it normally is. I finally got a few days where, you know, I was more in April clothes of going out in a pair of shorts and a, you know, t-shirt and a hoodie uh, versus what normally goes on now. It's just kind of go out in the morning. It's a little bit of a mugginess to it, a little bit of a chill, but you can still get by with the t-shirt. It's on the chilly side. Uh, today was on the chilly side, so it was yesterday. So, eventually the heat's going to get here. We'll be wishing we had all this, but for now... It's comfortable. It's nice, uh, except for the rain. A lot of rain this late into May, so it is what it is. You fish when you can, uh, and that's kind of the uh, that's kind of my mantra and what I live by. I fish when I can, whether it's good, bad, or not. I'll figure out some way to learn from it. So, hopefully, this gives you some good information. Again, check out the uh, website DieterMillhornFishing.com. That is also the best way to contact me. Uh, if you got any questions, uh, need anything, uh, want to book a guide trip. Hit me up on the website, DieterMillhornFishing.com, and uh, just go to the contact section. And uh, until next time, we'll catch you on the water.